Is happening in the world of finance, Stephen. What, what, what's what's piqued your interest over the last couple of weeks? What what's happening in the world of finance? I think I think you might want to ask um, your your good pal, uh, Mister Musk, that question about what's happening in the world of finance at the moment. Um, I think he's single handedly has the lead story in multiple <laughs> streams in terms of finance and business. So he has he has the, the principal headline for the shortest reign as the world's richest and subsequently then not richest man in the world. Um, he's in another stream. He's also subsequently become the single largest immediate investor in cryptocurrency in one hit and made an extortionate amount of money given the immediate upswing against that particular currency. Uh, was it 1.5 billion that he invested yeah. in? That's fine. It corrected itself yeah. after a period of time, right? But he was still up. Then on the flip side, we switch over to Tesla and Tesla's shares have, you know, have started plummeting uh, over the past, over the past, week or so um quite spectacularly writing off an obscene number of billions uh from the company's value um and subsequently his his personal wealth ergo currently no longer the richest man in the world and i think and lastly i think to round to round it off um i don't know if you follow a lot of the progress around the spacex company and the projects um but recently, yeah, from time to time. Mm, but recently, they they tested another one of their their uh, rockets. So you know their rockets that th- they're designed. When you see them take off, they they're designed effectively to land again, but they land sort of vertically, right? Coming coming yeah, straight yeah, back, yeah. straight straight back down. So in the most recent test, they they launched the rocket, and it's fine. And it successfully landed. So you see it come back down vertically, you know, it's slowly, steadily, and it actually lands and it's there on the ground. But if you stick with the actual feed, what you see a few minutes later is that it explodes. <laughs> because what happened was wow. when, it, when it landed, there was a fire at the base of the rocket, which got out of control. The base of a rocket. This rocket has a lot of what in it? Yeah. So yeah. So whilst the whilst the flight and the landing was a success, it subsequently ended in a spectacular explosion of this rocket. So you win some and you lose some, but I'm not sure how you really regard that one. It's like solving one piece of the puzzle, you know? So they worked out right, okay, getting this yeah. thing flight, first part. Okay, we need to get these things to land. We've not done very well so far. Boom, nailed the landing. What's the next piece of the puzzle? Oh, we haven't thought about all that fire immediately below the rocket 
when it touches back <laughs> down <laughs> and what that might do to it. Oh, causes a massive fire. Rocket explodes. Okay, next piece. So yeah. Yeah. So for me, it next seems piece. like it seems like Mr. Musk has <laughs> in terms of finance and business, he has grabbed all of the major headlines at the moment from you know his cars to the, to the space to Bitcoin and his personal wealth. Um, how about how about yourself? What's grabbed your attention? Wow. Well, I think you've kind of covered the main items there. I mean, Elon Musk is the single biggest catalyst to all financial markets at the moment. Uh, you know, people talk about which one's better, technical analysis or fundamental analysis neither it's elon musk all you need to do is tweet something and he can generate a massive spike in in in, in markets or or or, or an equally massive decline in, in in markets um the whole elon musk tesla world's richest man story is 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 remarkable and i've always had an interest as as, as you will know from previous episodes on you know forbes lists and you know sunday times rich lists I'm just always genuinely interested but Musk as a as an individual is is quite unusual. He doesn't come across as your stereotypical unicorn leading entrepreneur. He he is he is on the edge. But you know what Trump used to be able to do, which is tweet something and make markets go crazy. Musk has taken that baton on, and it is quite worrying to think that one man actually has that much influence based on what he tweets he tweets something relating to dogecoin it explodes he tweets yeah. something in relation to bitcoin it explodes uh, didn't, you know didn't he, didn't he tweet about whatever. gamestop didn't he didn't he tweet about gamestop as well he tweeted about gamestop it explodes he you know there's the furore with regards to whatsapp and their security or lack thereof, based on, well, depending on where, where your perspective lies. Uh, Elon Musk tweets about a, a, a competitor, you know, Signal. Oh, yes. And Signal yes, has yes, its yes. all time high spike in, in download. So, I mean, there is all of this about market manipulation and where who draws the lines and whether they start and end. But Elon Musk has caused a lot of people to make and lose considerable sums of money in a very short space of time in and it is quite time. curious to see what's going to happen mm. yeah and, and if you think about it mr mr i forget his name was it hello kitty or mr gamestop mr reddit uh, wall street bets i've heard that he's now being uh, summoned by the securities and exchange commission the sec in in the states for market manipulation so it's just like what the hell is going on well I think, uh, like with, with with Mr. Musk, as opposed to as opposed to Trump, I I feel like there's a potential catalyst for positive change, and either some like diversification. So you know, one of the principal things that happens when companies get really large, what they say is you start. This is when you start entering into anti-competition sort of legislation and things like that and you know monopolization yeah. of markets and, and so forth well like it seems like musk's actions are quite quite the remedy to that 
i.e., let's say if WhatsApp was the dominant messaging platform. But in terms in terms of diversification or or introducing competition, right? He said, signal everybody. Everybody's like, signal? What's that? Off you go, right? And then the massive, as you said, the massive uptick yeah. in, in, in that platform. I mean, two, two platforms really took off uh, off of the back of that, uh, Telegram as, as well as Signal. <clears throat> yeah. Um, personally, myself, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was... I used... downloaded both. Um, I, I think I knew that because I saw when you joined, <laughs> joined, joined one of them. But <laughs> personally, personally, yeah, because you get that notification when people actually join uh, tele- Telegram. Personally, myself, I was using Telegram uh, beforehand for at least uh, a year and a bit. Um, so I, I at least knew of that one. I myself hadn't heard of Signal, but I downloaded it just out of curiosity just to see what the actual platform looked like. Um and I'm pretty sure that's going to be quite the same amongst all of your peers. But in terms of like creating competition and options, then like, do you know what I mean? Genuinely, people have gotten the attention of these companies, which these platform, these sorry applications, which have been around, or these services, which have been around for a period of time, and just given them some, you know, some some uplift. It, it's much the same as the pandemic did for mm. Microsoft Teams. Right, so Microsoft Teams wasn't a new product, as such. You know, people people were still probably mostly yeah. fixated with Zoom and other. I can't even remember the other older meeting platforms that people used to use now because I have no. When was the last time you you've heard mention of one of the older collaborative meeting platforms or meeting applications? Used? <sighs> I can't even remember the any now. I mean, I've been. I can't remember any. I mean, aside I mean, from my teams was Skype for business. Yeah, Zoom to a lesser extent. Was a Microsoft product as well. Mm-hmm. Zoom yeah, to a lesser. Zoom. Less... So to be honest, I, I. Yeah, Zoom to a lesser extent, but I, I never really used Zoom too much, and uh, I guess the only, like when Zoom started exploding at the beginning of the pandemic, I was. I was I just scratch my head and wonder what, why is it why is it exploding so much? Like what is the what is the what is the USP in comparison to Teams? Like what why is it why is Teams being seen as the 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 leader of this wave when Teams has been doing the same thing for a little while? Well, uh, I'm still not entirely sure, think, other than the fact that you can you can segregate meetings and have breakout rooms and that type of stuff. No, I think I think we I'm pretty sure we covered that in a much earlier podcast with regards to those technologies, but principally why Zoom led is that it had been a, it had been around longer and it had better functionality in terms of capacity. So the number of videos you you were able to see on the screen oh, yeah. at once yeah, and, and all of that, yeah. So it out of the gate, it already had that baked in, right? Um, so teams started with a relatively small number and, you know, they rapidly expanded the number that you could see on the screen at the same time. And, you know, I think they've done a lot of integrative integration work with uh, the rest of um, office applications. So Outlook and everything else just to take the functionality up multiple levels. Obviously, you have 
numerous plugins uh, with with Teams for collaborative working, file sharing, and all of these things that that they're in there as well. Yeah, which is which is taking it beyond the scope of Zoom's original sort of inten- intention yeah. and function. So, yeah. yeah. So in the beginning, yeah. yeah. So that that's what it was with Zoom. So I attended a whole bunch of events, um, you know, hosted via via Zoom. Um, that had over 500 people sort of like joined into it. Um, so yeah, so that was, that was, that was it, I think from the beginning, but, uh, back, back, back to the point though, uh, I think, as I was saying, like, I think Mr. Musk's, he has spoken about other, other, other elements in different lanes of traffic on topics that has given it some weight. So obviously when you think about cryptocurrency by default, Bitcoin is what comes into people's mind, right? So Elon didn't invest 1.5 billion in Bitcoin, did he? No. So he found not, not necessarily the next biggest market leading currency and invested in that. So, there you go. You then breathe life into another sort oh, of. I thought, it, I thought it was Bitcoin. Oh, oh, oh what did it? No, I thought it I was Bitcoin. You put money into. I didn't think it was Bitcoin. I didn't think it was Bitcoin. Oh. Oh, you put it into an altcoin. Yeah, I'm curious now. Uh, I didn't think it was Bitcoin. I don't, I don't remember the, I don't remember the, I thought it was. Was it Bitcoin? If it was Bitcoin, then I'm, I'm happy to be corrected on that one. Yeah, I'm oh, not sure it was. Oh. I remember reading the statement. Oh, it is, it is. It yeah, is. they diversified their company investment strategy to include cryptocurrencies of which Bitcoin was the one they saw most valuable mm. or something to that effect. But but then he's also but then he's also making offers to Dogecoin. Or, or, yeah, or of course do, he is. Do, do, do Dogecoin, right? So it, it's like okay, <laughs> so bit, bit, Bitcoin will do well, but he'll drag something else along. Um, but another Indeed. little another little interesting uh, story that I read was around, uh, and I've spoken about this guy before in a, in a previous uh, episode on the podcast, was uh, about a- Akon and what Akon is doing um, in, in Africa. I think at the time we'd spoken about the um, solar company, solar you know, electricity company that he started. His whole campaign was to do that. But I was then reading about the... Six was it six billion six billion dollar city of the future that he's building that he's that he's trying to build in Africa. I can't remember where are we Senegal. I can't remember where where it is. But there's a six, yeah, six billion, the six billion city six six billion dollar city that's that's being built. Um, I think they're looking to make major major inroads into the construction by 2023 or something like that. But a significant element of that project, 
and a significant amount of the investment is going to be the creation of a new cryptocurrency that will be that's intended to be used in this city and subsequently established as a, a leading cryptocurrency to be used throughout the, the, the continent. I'll give you one guess as to what this proposed cryptocurrency is going to be called. One guess. Acon coin. Almost shorter. Acon coin. Sh- shorter. Smack that. <laughs> <laughs> all, all on the floor. A, a coin. Ah, a coin. Very, very clever. <laughs> and and I was, I heard that. I heard very that, clever. That made that made so much sense. That made so much sense. Um, yeah. So. A, lot, a large, as I said, a large part of this this plan is to actually develop this cryptocurrency. Um, as you'd already be aware, I'm, I'm sure that there are a lot of you know African countries where, particularly with young people, they they don't own bank accounts or or have cash. Um, mm. So everything is done via mobile phones in terms of you know transactions and yeah. payments for things. So, you know, in terms of a futuristic way of working, in, in some respects, it, it was sort of more advanced than uh, other, you know, other places in the West, let's say, in terms of how you function and the reliance on banks or the need to, for there not to be this reliance on banks and still actually function. Um, so, yeah. So the actual, so the introduction of a coin um, wouldn't, wouldn't, yeah, I don't think it would be met, met with much resistance or be, or would have like, let's say slow uptake or adoption because of the general. I don't think, I don't think it will. So, but it's a matter of, it's a matter of what the investment looks like. In, in terms of um, in terms of establishing this new currency to, to give it weight because I think conversely and I, I really wish I could remember who it was there was the there was the did you hear about and I realize I'm talking quite a lot now so jump in at any point if you feel like saying anything but it's it's been a minute no, since no, no, no no go on it's been a minute since we've been on, so uh, I think there's a lot of stuff that's just there itching to come Indeed. out. Um, but uh, what did I say? I was, I was, I can't remember the name of the cryptocurrency, but there was this cryptocurrency that was created, sort of as a, as a, almost like a, almost like a comedic spoof, right? You know, when you have you know spoof movies of. But I thought that was Dogecoin. I thought that was Dogecoin because Dogecoin, I remember Dogecoin from 2017. It was, yeah, it it is Dogecoin because it was created as a joke. It was created as a joke. I remember reading about this, what, 2017 when I first got into crypto and it was created as a joke. It's the meme coin. It's the original meme coin. Yeah. And and so like, so... (laughs) 
and uh, this is the and this is the, the the scary thing about it like something that was created with no intent behind it <laughs> other than, other other than to be like you know just pure meme pure just nothingness actually has like basically like you know 127 billion bitcoins <laughs> actually out there right um yeah. like about about 100 yeah. and th- about 113 billion of them have so far have been mined of the 127 billion but yeah it's like okay so here's something that's that's sort of gotten life and traction off of the back of nothing. Like there wasn't any, uh, there's, there's nothing that needed to be done in terms of marketing and so forth. Whereas a coin, as I said, the significant proportion of the project is going to be investment in developing a coin. Whereas you have Dogecoin, which is just taken off as it is. So, I don't well, know. I think the, the whole, the concept of Dogecoin, you need to think about, and it's very similar to what's happened with GameStop. So, there is a whole concept of rebellious trading, mm. rebellious investing. And it's a quasi-class war or a generational war between the established financial elite and the average Joe. But the average Joe now has been powered by social technology that can create a collective power which has been used in a way we've never seen it used before. We are seeing collective power being used to disrupt rigid, traditional, elitist, conservative financial systems. And we never thought that we could have this much effect and power. And I did say we, because I, I'm one of the people who, who, who is interested and, 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 and seduced by the, the collective power that social media is now being used for. Because, you know, everyone's got an Instagram account or the vast majority of young people, uh, relatively young people have an Instagram account and that's used for purely socializing. But now, People are using the financial markets and using social trading apps to disrupt world financial markets. There's a generational element to this and there is a social element to it as well. And what I'm genuinely interested in is finding out where this goes now. Because you made an interesting point about Akon wanting to develop a coin to fund his city that he's looking to build and what's quite interesting is nigeria just 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 let me let me jump in just to clarify i think it's it's not it's not to fund it i think it's developing it as as the as the currency for the city but i don't think it's to fund it it's it's how it's how things would be funded there so i think the funding is yeah the actual development is starting before that but that's like going to be the currency. It's like it's 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 like 
okay so even though this city itself is a is a is a parody of of wakanda and um eddie murphy's home <laughs> and, and zamunda right so you know literally when, oh, says, yeah. when when the guy says when he finds it it's like honey when i say the the boy has his own money I mean, the boy has his own money, literally, a coin. Trust me. <laughs> if, the, if the if if the parody if the parody didn't exist before the <laughs> the thing that's being parodied, I don't know if what 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 is uh, funnier. Yeah. <laughs> but, but anyhow, so you're saying about uh, Nigeria? No, I was just saying that it was quite interesting that you make that point because Nigeria has the third highest trading volume in the world for cryptocurrency and considering that the global perception of nigeria as a third world country one maybe wouldn't consider that that would be fact but the reality is is that it is and part of the reason for that if you need to think about the the fact of um in nigeria the currency naira has been completely devalued against the dollar. And there are a lot of people, so people who are business people, who have got a, a big issue where they can be making a lot of money in Naira, but changing it to dollars is where they lose out. So actually, people are actually using Bitcoin as a hedge against currency deflation. And yeah. many other African countries are going to start to see the same utilization of cryptocurrency for purely hedging purposes. Precisely, precisely, uh, because it it because it's because it's global, and it and it represents it represents a level playing field, but contextually, it's a level pl- playing field in terms of the price is the same for everyone around the world, irrespective of the fluctuation in that price. Right. So yeah. what I mean is. If if every if let's say one person in every country had one Bitcoin, right? The value of that is the value of it. So it doesn't matter about third world, first world, or or any other, right? Separating um, socioeconomic circumstance, that is still forty thousand dollars or whichever currency you want to use for it for each person across across the country. So. It's subject to that same fluctuation, and I think the the single the single biggest thing that that I think would frighten a lot of the you know age old establishments in terms of finance is the the reliability of it. So it's that planning. So to say, okay, mm. if you have if you have if you have one hundred one hundred thousand dollars. Right, subject to some fluctuation in in values, you you have your hundred thousand dollars to purchase goods and so forth. So when you're planning your business, right? So you're planning your investments and how much you're going to invest in either resources or staffing or you know infrastructure or you know uh, IT intelligence etc. You know what the money actually looks like. If if that exists in a in a Bitcoin or other crypto sort of form, well, your hundred thousand equivalent in Bitcoin, well, you can wake up one morning to find out that Elon 
had a had a bad day and decided that do you know what yeah. uh, we decided bitcoin isn't the way so we've sold 1.3 of the 1.5 billion bitcoins what's going to happen to your planning that that next day really elon yeah. the man who's putting 1.5 no, no, he's, he's pulled that out no 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 goes down so you now have a very you know you you've then taken a significant hit against your you know resource intended for these you know future projects and i think that's that's the that's the the only limiting factor i think right now obviously it not that it's new but it's new in terms of a new way of business and how a, a, like a new currency and a new methodology of doing things. Um, so I think things will potentially remain relatively stable in terms of price or relatively high for the time being. You know, it's not like yeah. we're, we're not in a dot com type situation where all of a sudden, yeah, all of the value is just going to disappear because I think more and more people, as you've, you know, noted Nigeria and other African nations seem, you know, ripe and ready, readily poised to utilize uh, this this currency as a better insurance than local currency. I think things will be good yeah, for a period yeah, of time. Definitely, it's just it it it's interesting. It's just the frag fragmentation, right? Because in nothing else does it exist where you create new new currencies pop up all the time and and just exist. So for as many countries as there are in the world, would be as many as many currencies as there were. I mean, Europe's an interesting example. So all of the members of the EU, huh, um, you know gave up their original currencies and adopted the euro right so so those circumstances aside that's fundamentally each country in the world had its own currency but in terms of the current countries in the world we know what that number is it's fairly finite subject to any other major wars that sees um you know parts of countries being annexed and borders redrawn and so forth but fundamentally, you know what it is. But when you look at cryptocurrencies and the number thereof that exist, <laughs> yeah, that, that far exceeds anything else. And I, okay, I think that just represent, represents opportunities for any, any subsequent challenges or counterparts that want to rise in terms of value next to Bitcoin uh, and any other of the main principal ones that are traded. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 interesting because I guess that's part of the whole ideology of cryptocurrency is that breaking that link between um, governmental control, and that's one of the main ideologies of cryptocurrency. So the whole idea of a coin in itself is probably the most direct manifestation, a deliberate attempt to create a region that essentially the banking system for want of a better description is completely run digitally mm. by crypto and it would be i it would be the first country in the world or city wh wh whatever it's going to be 
yeah. to do that from what I'm from what I'm aware of anyway. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. That's it. It'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I think the next the next five to ten years we'll we'll see some some realignment um of things we'll see some mm. interesting develop, developments on a on a global scale because i think we haven't heard all of the major countries or players step up and sort of say anything um so i mean ethereum will continue to do quite well i should imagine um alongside bitcoin litecoin as well uh, on on the other side you you do have you do have um it's it's he, he's almost like a salve to elon musk you have uh, bill gates um who who, <laughs> who who isn't yet on board with the cryptocurrency uh trend but i don't know if that's because i don't want to use the word but i'll use it i don't know if he's a bit more traditionalist which is a really which is a really harsh thing to sort of describe you know one of the richest men in the world or longest <laughs> longest longest standing richest men in the world aside from like people like warren buffett and yeah. stuff like that. but traditionalist given what he's done and how he's founded his company and you know let's say monopolize things well uh, as very as various European courts of <laughs> challenges would have would have shown, um, but traditionalist in terms of like well, the th- this is like this how... oh sorry sorry I've, I've got a question yeah. Stephen now all I was going to say is it it goes back to that generational thing we were talking about earlier so you've got Bill Gates who if he was a if he was to describe his political persuasion. You'd, you'd say Bill Gates is ultra conservative command and control. Mm. And then if he was to uh, sort of work out what you'd say Elon Musk's political persuasion, it would be ultra liberal, cannabis smoking, you know, extremist, clothing wearing extremist. Yeah. You would, you would, and you would be, have to it would be firmly on the left. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, and the reason that the only reason that I put an extremist is that against against the traditional sort of ways and methodologies, everything that he has done is extremely juxtaposed to it. So I don't think I was, I don't want anyone to stop and think that I'm talking about extremism, extremism, um, because usually that just has a particular connotation that leads you down to sort of like fundamentalists or you know Islamic fundamentalists when you start to get to extremism. Because the next word that comes in is usually terrorism or terrorist when you hear extremism. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify my point when I use that word against Mr. Musk, but just for the nature of what what he's actually done between SpaceX, between Hyperloop, between Tesla. Between Bitcoin, his even even his solar projects, you know the the the, the solar plants and, and battery, um, you know companies that 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 he he has, it's all very extreme against traditional, you know, foundational organizations that have existed since 
19 how long so yeah that's that's what i mean by extreme when i apply it to him but yes you're you're right about yeah, the yeah. uh so it's like it's like it's like it's like him and him and, him and zuckerberg are like <laughs> I, I, I find the two I find the two of them to yeah. be similar sort of personalities in terms of yeah this is what we're doing and we're doing it and um, everyone will like it or they won't yeah. I don't really much mind yeah yeah I think I think they have the, they have the, they have everything the can be proved by how many daily actions everything can be proved by how many what. How many daily active users their apps have got? So they base their whole existence on daily active users. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I feel like Elon could al almost launch anything he sort of sort of fancied. Okay, listen. If you hear in a short period of time that he's making a play for the you know messaging app sector, because he's spoken about. WhatsApp not being secure and he's bigged up signal or whatever. Let's see if there's a little spin-off company that that sets up developing a new secure messaging service. Cuz that's a that would be an easy win for him. Um the the monetary value is ever so slightly different in terms of the pricing. But trust me if he came up with that one and and tweeted about it just out of curiosity it would be one of the the the, the most the, the 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 fastest downloaded apps of of 2021 just out of curiosity if you knew it was coming just just yeah. to see what, just to see what it was yeah. i yeah. think that mr musk doesn't realize how dangerously powerful he is oh, i'm sure he does to be honest oh i, th oh, I think he, he he's does. got to know that he can basically he can do what he likes Listen, listen. He, you he you buy you you buy crash exchanges. You buy one point five billion worth of crypto of of Bitcoin, right? And then some stuff happens and things start to crash. And then you come out and you say, "Well, I think it costs too much anyway." So you know, <laughs> it, it needed it needed to be knocked down a peg or two, ever so casually, um, even though it affects him as well, but. You know, he comes out and says it, and off of the back of what he says, then oh, yeah, maybe he's right. <laughs> maybe it's not worth fifty-five thousand <laughs> per dollars per per Bitcoin. Let's knock it down a peg. Let's bring it back down to forty thousand. I don't even know what it's currently trading at, but uh, uh, so fifty fifty-one. When I checked earlier on, okay. It was yeah. about 51. Hmm. So, yeah. So I think at, at the moment, it feels like everything's very crypto and, 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 and these type of, these type of stories. I've not paid too much attention to much else going on other than some anti-competition things with, 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 with Amazon. Um, you know, Mr. Mr. Bezos deciding to step away 
um, so, yeah. that they, so that they can put someone else in yeah. place to blame for things when 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 it's proved that actually they they have monopolized certain uh, areas and need to do something about it. It won't it won't be Jeff, as though he's my mate. It won't be Jeff who uh, gets in trouble uh, for for that one. Well. Uh, yeah, aside from that, what else is what else is good? What else is going on in your world? What else is going on? Oh, nothing. My, my my head is pretty much in the financial markets. Um, so you know, crypto's pretty much been the story um, for the last couple of weeks or so, just with the wild swings that have come about, mainly because of Mr. Musk. Um, yeah. GameStop, funny enough, doubled up in price over the last couple of weeks. So yeah. that's like still having a wild ride, which is leading people to to scratch their head. And then Ripple, the coin which plummeted based or following news that the Securities and Exchange Commission were essentially investigating them uh, for essentially not being a proper cryptocurrency or the other way around, whichever way you look at it. Yeah. And uh, now that coin has started to, to spike. So no one knows what's going on. Who knows? Do you know? I I didn't I didn't think that GameStop would have would have so many legs. It's it's turned into a. I think it's it's upgraded from centipede to millipede because for all the rises that I saw happening, I thought okay, it's going to get to a level because everyone remained quite stunned. Right as to how well this was performing, but as you said, over the past two weeks period, when I saw that it's you know hundred percent increase, I was like, how is how is this still happening? What is what is driving this? And are we setting well, and and are we setting something up for a spectacular fall here? Is 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 more the more more the point because this can't continue, right? It'll come to a halt at some point, and I and I. And I would love to see the, the the short sellers and see what the correction looks like when 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 people finally go, yeah, I think we've 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 hurt we've we've hurt the hedge funds um, really hard. We've done what we needed to do, and relax. It it its price isn't going so, to stay. It's, it's, it's not going to stay where it is, right? So you know that you know no, it's not going to stay. It's not going to stay anywhere. You know everyone's in it just for the ride, and you know everyone's jumping in, getting their piece, and will drop out again. And I don't think anybody is legitimately investing in GameStop. Nobody is. Clearly not. Everyone is taking it as a trade because they've they've seen the the, the gains, right, and the quick movement. Nobody can, in their heart of hearts, tell me that they're truly investing it because it's a good company to invest in. Because it's quite yeah. the opposite, right? I think the, the interesting thing with GameStop, and I think it's just pure market, market psychology, pure human innate nature, greed and fear. So when GameStop was topping out $400, um, you know, people still were putting money in because they wanted to make more money, right? Yeah, yeah. Then the price tanked because no one, there was no more space in the train, yeah? So the train stopped. It just grinded to a halt, right? Mm. And then... People started running off the train like there was no tomorrow. And then the price tanked back down to, to what it was before the spike happened. Now, the interesting thing about that is people still 
want to go somewhere. So although there's a lot of people who probably lost money, they made money in that scenario, almost certainly, I think the people who know how to actually trade now, I've seen it as an opportunity to make some quick gains again because you're going to get people who who were left holding the bag and sold at a massive loss now thinking it's a chance for them to jump back on the train. But as soon as they jump back on it, the same people who made it go up are going to be the people making it drop again. Yep, of course. Because the volume will still be there. The amount of people that made it get to that price, whether they lost money or made the money, they're going to be attached to that ticker, right? And they're going to keep looking at it and they're going to keep thinking maybe now, because they're going to compare the current day's price to the high point and think to themselves, oh, there's still a lot of way for it to go. Yeah. Not knowing that that they, I strongly doubt that there'll be enough volume to get the price to 200. Mm. I'd be I'd be shocked. Yeah, I genuinely would be shocked if they could get it to two hundred. What is it now? I'm going to even check it. But I would be shocked because you'd need basically the same amount of volume to drive up the stock to what it was recently. I mean, I might have to eat my hat because it's already at one hundred and thirty-seven. Yeah. Goodness me! <laughs> it is. It's an interesting one. So, as you said, if you describe it as a train, the 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 thing is. You need to know, you need to realize that you you probably shouldn't get off at the stop that you want to get off at. You're likely to get off at a stop before that. Yeah. And it's that understanding. But that's, welcome, mm, to the, welcome to the joys of, joys of trading, right? So don't, don't, don't let, mm. don't let, don't let, you know, the, the greed sway you too much. But it'll, it'll 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 be an it'll be an interesting one. So that's that's fine. That's fine. That will that will play out as it as it does. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing normal about this year. I think in this what first couple of months of this year, I've seen stuff in these markets. I don't think I've ever even heard of before. To be honest, this GameStop market. I'm still trying to get over that. To be honest. Mm. Still trying to get over it. As are the hedge funds. Yeah. 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 They've got to make a film out of this. I mean, you know, they've got to make a film out of this because this is, this is the high street fighting Wall Street, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, David David versus Goliath. All of the all the all of the similes will come out. Yeah. You know, this is it. But nothing much is really, or well, from my point of view, anyway. I've I've not really seen much else. Really, it's mainly been finance related. To be uh, to be honest. Yeah. No, that that pretty much pretty much the same here. Pretty much the same here. All right. So I think uh, I think on that note, on that bombshell. Well, you know yeah. how it is. I think, it's I, been, I, think, I think that's it. it. It's it's been a minute, but pleasure. As 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 always, a pleasure as ever as always. Uh, until the next time again. Yeah. See you soon. <laughs>